0: Get ready for some hot takes, off-the-wall topics, and candid conversations with current and former players. It's time for Eat'em Up with Emerson Eat'em. What's going on, Ducks fans? Thank you for tuning in yet again for Eat'em Up with Emerson Eat'em. It's been a a fantastic ride so far. Got a lot to to get into today, and um, I just want to start off by saying what what could have been capped off uh, such a great week would have been just an epic delivery of my meme that I post on Instagram on Thursday of last week. Oh, boy. It was a blunder for the ages. Uh, I have the standards now as I do when I was a player. Same Same standards as a content creator. And I know I do the color commentating um, on Duckstream for, for each home and away game uh, starting this upcoming season with Steve Carroll up there, up there in the blue. I can't wait. I just cannot wait. But for now content creator and part of that is making sure I'm just dialed in uh, anything. Steph needs our uh, producer, Steph, anything he wants blasted out, uh, reels, teasers, so on and so forth. Um, so, here I am, I'm on the home stretch. We we just got done with a fantastic, fantastic uh, show featuring Matt Bolesky um, as you tuned in there there last week. It was just a, was a home run of an episode. If you haven't uh, tuned in, please be sure to to go back and, and take a listen to episode three because uh, it was a slam dunk. We just had so much fun. So here I am, home stretch, uh, and all I need to do uh, you know the bags are packed just send them home cap off a great week with a with a funny meme and uh the vision was great uh you know everything was 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 laid out ready to be executed i must say i had a day for the ages i just did uh players for my team were rolling into town for my for my junior team of uh, that day I had pickup drop off with my, with my kids. And it was, I was in one. Okay. Last Thursday, um, I had a session and lo and behold, I am just, you know, putting it all together, had a couple stumbles. Now I am, you know, somewhat of a rookie when it comes to all this, this digital content creation stuff, uh, figuring out the software, what to use, so on and so forth. So there's, there's certainly a learning curve here. I, I, I There's some polishing clearly that that needs to be done, but I got everything laid out and, uh, and one, you know, I don't know what I was specifically doing, but I I know I was getting ready for, to go on the ice for my session. Uh, right when I click send, I'm doing my session, think all's good. I get off the ice, boom, Hour layered, of course, I check the reel not receiving the the likes that uh you know you typically shoot for especially an hour in
1: click on it it plays no sound and I'm like oh my god no sound
0: it is a mistake for the ages when it comes to to content creation and all the you know content creators out there are like are you kidding me like Phew.
1: I know I know Brutal, brutal. It was gonna be a hit meme. To cap off a fabulous episode, episode three there with, with ski. And boy, did I drop the ball. I did. I did.
0: The visuals was great. Uh, the the comment I made with that tied into the meme was great, but no sound. And those are the standards for, for all you folks out there like, hey, how's, you know, how's the, the new gig and, you know, how's it going so far? Everything's been fantastic. Oh, my God, it's a dream. It's a dream. I, I always say you, you get to stay in the game without picking up a weight. Can you imagine? You get to you get to talk about such a fabulous game without having to break a sweat in the weight room. That is fantastic.
1: It's a dream And it should be easy for me to dial in all the the nooks and crannies sound on on a meme for me that's the
0: equivalent as if I'm a player playing and i and I toss up a pizza pizza is a a hockey term we'll We'll get to some hockey terms later on in the show. It's going to be fantastic but it's like I throw an east-west pizza coming out of the D zone, just an outlet, and Connor Bedard snatches it and goes the other way. And I try to recover, and he like he, he tosses that same toe drag that he did at the, the Saddle Dome there on February 6th. For those of you who have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. For those who, who haven't seen that, that play, that clip, you, you, I just gave you a little homework to do. Go back and watch, just type in YouTube, Connor Bedard, February 6th, goal versus the Calgary Hitman. Oh my God, sold out barn in Calgary there, just for a junior game. And it's great. It's, I know it's a big, big barn. Okay. Uh that 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 place. And, and you know, people talk, I think it's great. It's almost like it, it is iconic. The saddle dome there. And Connor Bedard, he's he's sold out, including my, my Medicine at Tigers. My alum, my I'm an alumni of the the, the Medicine at Tigers, so I root for him dearly still to this day. Even uh the co op place there, it's called now, sells it out every time he's he's there. It's fantastic. But it's as if Connor Bedard pulls that same move on me after I I toss up a ginormous Chicago deep dish pizza, east-west, as an outlet. I try to recover. He, he He pulls that same toe drag on me, and then he puts it between the legs,
1: roofs it far side. Search it. It's Picasso. It's Van Gogh on ice. That's what it is. It's so filthy. It's so
0: filthy. But that's the equivalent for me as a content creator, what just happened to me last week on Thursday. My wife Danette even was like, what, What's going on with you? What's what, can't even pay attention? She repeats a, you know, whatever she was asking me like four times. I'm just think about the 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 me dropping the ball, adding no sound to my my meme. It was devastating, couldn't concentrate hardly throughout that day, just being pulled this way and the other way
1: yeah my wife is you know
0: pay attention wake up no that's the standards i have as a content creator and i dropped the ball and the exact equivalent to me playing as they did there on thursday it's all about ha- habits and standards that's like me turning that piece over to conor Bedard and him doing what he did that february six game against the calgary headman my god check it out if you haven't already it's beautiful So that's now you know. Now you know where I'm at and my mentality and how much pride I put in this this gig I got going on right now. It's fantastic. I love it. And God, when I don't nail it, when I don't when I don't nail it here in this Crea Studios, it's the exact same thing as if I don't nail it by having a great, great shift. Putting together a couple moves, nice dishes, foaming. The, I'm going to get open, and it's it's the same same standards I have
1: here in these booths as they do as a player, and
0: that's exactly what happened to me on Thursday. I got absolutely dangled, scored on, and by the end of it, when that that I found out an hour later there was no sound, it it felt like it was a dash six night for me as a player. Speaking of Connor Bernard and Wall. We'll touch on autograph seekers later. Um, and my and my final thought, I'm I'm dropping little little uh, teasers here as we as we go early on. I I know, um, but I might be an autograph seeker.
1: Staying late. Typically,
0: uh, at least when I was playing, the the road team was was staying uh, over there at Fashion Island. I might have that huge I love Connor Bedard sign
1: out there at at midnight when the players get in.
0: I heart Bedard because of that goal he scored. It was phenomenal. I'm a homer. I'm a an Anaheim Ducks homer. You already know. I don't have to say it this is our fourth episode. I'm a homer through and through, but I think it's very important to respect the game and respect players. Especially as young as Connor Bedard coming up and doing what they're doing, and we a couple episodes ago, um, it was that you know who gives you nightmares—the the player or goalie, 22 years um, or younger—and the consensus for for our division was um, uh, Maddie Beniers, and rightfully so. But there's some ball players throughout the league, young, young, young studs, Reed Sider, which we'll we'll get
1: two in a, in, in a little bit, um,
0: and some others. And you just got to respect what they're doing in the game. You got to respect how much pressure is being thrown on them right when they get drafted or being compared to you know, a 1,000 gamers right off the hop, and to come in and get it done, as well as a lot of these players throughout the league, whether you just got drafted in the summer's entry draft or it's been a year or two in. If they're dominating, you gotta give them respect and credit. And I fully believe the Spadard will come in and just absolutely take over. He will. And us hockey fans, we just gotta embrace it, and we have gotta respect it. We've Gotta call it what it is. And I might be the seeker of the term. And we'll we'll, we'll get to it later. I'm not, I'm not actually gonna stop myself short there. Where it's gonna come in my my final thought. But boy. I, w- I, I might be at that hotel waiting for the players and that that right when they step in that Fashion Island hotel at 1 2 AM with my big I love Connor Bernard sign. And yeah. that's how much I appreciated that goal. Because it was like he could have skated t- past the red. He could have even thrown a, a a delay on the ozone entry. Even on a one on one. Blake Wheeler does it all the time. But no, he's like, you know what? I want not only show dough, but I want the big show dough. So I'm going to tow you right now. I'm going to beat you. And then I'm going to go between my legs and and, and tuck it far side cheese, which is another term we'll, we'll discuss a little bit later on. That's what happened to me. I was that D. I was that goalie on Thursday of last week. I have fully rebounded i've thought about it and from here on the execution will be lights out i promise you moving on to um standings predictions uh regular season full league standings uh for this upcoming season and uh, it's it's part of our fan mail question which we'll we'll get to uh shortly after this my prediction for the team league-wide, non-Ducks, you can't, and I, that's something I mentioned, you can't pick the Ducks. We're all rooting for the Ducks. We get it. What team league-wide is going to have the biggest jump in points from last season to this upcoming season? I'm picking the Washington Capitals, and here's why. They have players on their team that have already got it done. And we got a couple, couple different uh, takes and, and, and good takes. Good takes uh, uh, in our fan mail, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, both those teams are probably in my top three of honorable mentions. And like I said, we'll, we'll get to that uh, when we do here in a second. The Washington Capitals have got to be looking at each other in that dressing room and talking amongst each other in that dressing room and just saying, no, no, that's not us. Not too long ago did this, uh, did this franchise win a Stanley cup and my boy, uh, Devo Smith Pelly, who we got to have on the show. We will, we will have him on the show at a later date. Um, when I don't know, but you mark my word. Okay. I will, we'll get him on. Uh, they're, they're not too far off uh, from winning that, that Stanley Cup. Their core pieces of that Cup team are still there. They got a, a goalie that has just won the Stanley Cup, and I'll get to that in a second, Darcy Kemper. But if you look at just Ovechkin, he's 37. <clears throat> to me, Ovi is a guy that it, it's almost I'm I'm projecting it to be a Yager situation where maybe it's not 50, 51, 2, 3, who knows when Yager's gonna hang him up. But it might be a situation where not only is he still going at 43, 44, 45, he's still making a lights out impact. Like he's never talked about hanging him up anytime soon, like Yager. He's just such a student of the game. Hockey's his life. You can just see by his smile that he just absolutely just loves the game, like Yager. Very similar mindsets. They want to rip your throat when they're out there on the ice. But boy, it looks like they have fun and interact with fans and are just lighthearted, good with their team, leaders through and through. So there's a lot of similarities that I can see between Jager, who's continuing to get it done, the team he owns there in in, in the Czech Republic,
1: and Ovechkin, who's the longtime captain of of the Washington Capitals. Okay, we know Kuznetsov. That down year for him
0: is an understatement for Kuznetsov. Like it, it, it's it's a huge understatement with what he's done historically. Going back to Ovechkin, just over forty-three goals this past season. Like I said, don't count out him getting not not just one fifty-goal season again, but maybe even two. It's not too far-fetched. He he can get to that fifty-goal mark. And who knows what he? You know, maybe he's got another sixty in. I, I don't know, but for sure expect one fifty. Don't count out what happened to them last season as a team. Him being hungrier as ever and getting back to that number. Okay, but it it so it might take a, a bump up from from just over forty goals to that 50, 50 goal mark. We know Kuznetsov, that was to his standards a very poor year. He's got a lot better. There's been rumblings about trades. Is it, does he want to be there? So on and so forth. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt in that relationship, that winning pedigree, the the winning history between him and Ovechkin, them being Russian, you name it. Just that dynamic to help maybe simmer those, those speculations down. Uh, Gustafson was, was moved earlier. Um, and and if you look at his numbers i mean those, those were big numbers you know for what he did during his time there in washington I, I know he got traded there but uh you know some big numbers that's a loss but it's been a loss um for quite some time since he he got traded uh uh late last season uh Strom is just a a player good buddy of mine who he has shown such good things there. Uh since an up and down. And I know he he finished lights out there in Chicago. And and you can see, okay, now now it's coming, right? So that this this these past years have been no surprise whatsoever, but knowing him personally, how good of a, a, a young man he is, uh, how good of a player he is, he he's I don't say a complimentary player because he's Anything but just a complimentary pair. But he can make anyone good. He can. He can make anyone in the top nine so good. That's how well he thinks the game. If you get open, he'll find you. Uh, He can finish. But if Ovi and Kuznetsov and all their, their, their superstars, it's another reason why I'm going Washington over some of the takes we, we hear in the in the other fan mails. With great take, but point blank, these guys I'm listing have got it done. And there's no surprises with that. They got superstars, and we're not hinging on speculation. These are just guys who, whether injuries, whether just having a, a down year, who's nuts off, They've done it before, and if they get back to those those you know outputs they had a few seasons ago, championships years, a hundred percent, they got Oshi, they got Carlson, they got Backstrom. These guys are
1: getting older, but you look at their points and their production, they're not slowing down.
0: They made some some huge trades, some major losses. Orlov once again happened late last season. So they they've got accustomed to to having him gone.
1: Um Eller
0: was a a great productive player there for many years. He was gone uh uh to the Avalanche there. And so I think there's been big losses. And are looking for guys to even go further and get back on track. And there's guys, Eller, to name one. God, you know, nice. A a little bit of a dead weight in a sense, if you will. Maybe that's putting it a little too harshly. Eller's had a, a great career. But if you look at it, oh, my God, last year, what happened?
1: Darcy Kemper has won a cup. So these guys, you know, they, they, they check
0: off all the boxes. Sandine, this player comes over from the Leafs and has a lights-out finish to the season. Almost a point a game. And I know Leafs fans are, are a little bit hurt. I mean, I get it. it it's tough to, to look at that and say, oh, my God, what... What were we sleeping on? Eh. With Riley, and, and, and it, it's, it's one of those situations where it's, you know, you had a lot of those guys, whether it's last year or this upcoming year, or you, you could you maybe sit back and say, oh, boy. We, but those, those calls are tough. Those calls are just tough. It is what it is. You're paying a guy a certain amount. I mean, there's so much cap situations, so on and so forth, that, that plays into those roles. So it's just it's, it's a tough break. But Sandine him coming over and, and doing what he did is one of the bigger reasons why I just you know the the Gustafson the Orloff those losses I don't say they don't matter but man is that made made up for big time to join Carlson the thing that's hurting them a little bit is they got a lot of guys at that eight nine number those those high salaries and, and that's why you look at their roster, it's almost it's like they have to get it done. But I'm I'm looking at a team just below, you know, that that five hundred mark, you know, thirty-five wins. You're looking you're looking at a lot of those those teams, you know, Detroit's in that that conversation too, which we'll get to in, in the fan mail in a second. I'm not the, the. question wasn't okay. Who do you most see as an unlikely contender winning the Stanley Cup? That that's not what the the question is. The the question is who do you think is make going to make the biggest jump? And if you look from a cumulative, you know, a, a standpoint, the Caps have everything. From a maturity veteran standpoint, they got the goaltending. They got the, the D that I just mentioned. or parts of them that I mentioned. And the forwards that are,
1: are just going to have to get it done. They're just going to have to get it done. The core pieces continue to be in place.
0: And as long as a few of those guys that I mentioned play to their potential, In my opinion, they are in a great situation to make the the, the biggest jump in points this upcoming season uh, in comparison to to last. And don't count Darcy Kemper. Like, just don't. The guy's got a cup. He's been into the the very low twos. Historically, if you go back and look at his numbers, you're like, that's
1: a good goalie. He's been at at the
0: 930, once above, but around that 930 uh, uh, save percentage a few times. And, And he's a stud. He's tall, good size. But bottom line, he's got a cup. And it was a recent cup. And so Capitals have the superstar top six that I think you just need. There's no speculation. When you have the superstar status, the names in the top six, that that eliminates. Okay, whether or not they can get it done, that that eliminates that. It's just they need to get it done, and I feel like uh, Ovi Ovi and the crew there with the Caps will. And that's not. I, I'm not. I'm not saying put your money on the the Washington Capitals to take take it all this year. No, I'm saying. For the Washington Capitals, they have a good shot at being a team that makes that that jump in points from last season to next with all they have, a big jump. I wanted to go lower to high with this question instead of going, okay, bubble team as far as last year, even wild card and, and pushing that. For, I think that's a, that's a harder. I got Buffalo kind of in that conversation. Man, they came here and they look
1: good.
0: They look good, Buffalo.
1: Goaltending, mm,
0: that, that's just, once again, It—it it, does it check off all the, bo- I'm not sure, but they got some young studs that are so good that move that biscuit around, and we'll talk about biscuit later too, move that biscuit around so quick and so efficiently.
1: And that T.H. Thompson, boy.
0: Moving on to... Uh, some fan mail now. Steph, let's hear these takes. Let's play the first one.
2: Hey, what's up, Eats? I've called in again now. Um, my favorite top five ducks. I'll try to do some different ones from last time. Uh, Paul Korea still is at the top for me. Then Corey Perry. Then I'm going to throw in uh, one of your uh, old teammates, Dan Winnick, legend. Um, Saku Koivu. And uh, Andrew Cogliano, those are just a few beasts of men there. Um, anyhow, <laughs> uh, a team that I think is really going to have a great jump in performance and points this season from last season is the Detroit Red Wings. Um, I just think they have a lot of good young talent. Um, more at Cider, he is one of the best D-men in the league as far as young D-men go. And he's only going to be another year older, another year with more of experience. He's going to be strong. I'm um, really looking at Lucas Raymond to have a huge breakout. Um, probably scored 30-plus goals this year. I can see that happening. Uh, they also got Clint Costin from the Oilers over the offseason. I think he's going to have a great year with Detroit. Um, they still have David Perron. David Perron's a legend. Uh, Billy Huso, he's only going to be better, I think. And then, of course, Alex to Um, I think he's going to put up at least 40 and really provide some offense for our Detroit team. Detroit's going to be exciting, they're going to be fast, they're going to be competitive. I think maybe they can really challenge for a wild card spot. Um, they finished second to last last season, so big improvement for them. I'm expecting. Thanks, Eats. Love you.
0: No, love you love you too uh thanks for calling in once again um you know this is this is a great take i think there's a lot of great points being made uh detroit is a team i see stalling just kind of where they're at point wise and and i'll tell you why uh you know larkin is a great player and he seems like a great leader Um, but when you talk about that superstar status not not you know, Kraken, you know, a lot, some of these teams that we've mentioned in, in previous episodes maybe maybe are just that, lack that, the superstar, you know, aspect of it. Um, but boy, like Edmonton, you, you look at all the, the lethal, lethal teams that are, you know, constantly over the last uh, two seasons, whether they end up getting done in the long run or not. Matthews with the Leafs and McKinnon with like all those teams that have either won in the past few years or are deadly this upcoming season. As far as marking your calendar and and, and watching out for this team, they just have those superstars and not taking anything away from from Larkin per se. But if you look at, you know, some of the players you mentioned, um, so, you know, we got Larkin uh perron perron is a guy we know he's scary at times and you know he can do what he can do but eh, superstar uh elite elite team top six Mm uh you know not not sure um he's consistent in what you know his output like he's a he's a he's a producer year in and year out uh you know us fans had the 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 great opportunity of, of watching here him here in anaheim and and that did, did some great things here, um, but you you, you go down the list, you you know Fabry, if he can get healthy, I think, and but that that's a big if, you know, these last few years, um, but but a great productive year for 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 Fabry, for you know, circumstantially, um, you know, there's a couple big points, uh, Marit Sider is a, a is a you know, when we had that conversation, once again, uh, a few episodes ago, uh, that 22 and under, if if that question was spread out lead wide, he would be right up there in that conversation. We were going based off division, but if you spread it out lead wide, 100%. He is so dominant. He is just for his age, it seems like, yeah, he's still kind of got that that, you know, boyish, you know, kind of... You know, figure per se, but man, and I'm just saying, he's as strong as it is, and it seems like with his age, there's still room to to bulk up and, and grow. And he is so strong on the puck, and he can move, and is as shifty as some of the the best D in the the game. And so, I think those are are, are some some great takes, but I just don't know. You know, Rasmussen, pretty good year. Uh, maybe he's not even talked about as 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 an uppercomer as well. I think they got a lot of good depth scoring. Sprong, you can you can toss him into that mix of of good numbers. Here's where it it somewhat goes south. All the good things we uh, you know, the uh, on the that take that was brought up, and then I, I reiterated with with a few of those points there. Is, is JT Comfer at five and a bit over the next stretch? Is, is A, can he get to that 50-plus mark again? Because that's the first time it's, it's been done. And here's my prediction. No, there's going to be a lot more 30 to 40-point years than 40 to 50 or even 50-plus within that, that contract. I think he's going to digress a little bit. He's going to now be looked at, you know, what he's making and just the situation he's coming in. Hey, we're we're turning the corner now. We're counting on you. Um, playing with better, but I don't know. I see him as a really, really good third liner. Uh, you know, Dominic Kubelik is uh, another player that, uh, you know, consistent with his output. I think... From a top-nine standpoint, there's some great scoring depth, but I think they lack, besides that, you know, Marit um, Sider, um, you know, Dylan Larkin, huh, you know, point a game. You know, they're they're missing that core of superstar. We know we're going to get that that offensive output. We know we're going to get that, you know, 80 to 90, 90 to 100, 100-plus 100 points, a couple of those. Not the end-all, be-all, but you look at the the lethal teams coming into the season, and who have won in the past. They, that's who they got. Uh, Billy Huso, you mentioned there was a lot of hype going into the season. He finished over five hundred. The wins, losses, it's like okay, but then you look at his number. Okay, you look at the wins, loss. Then you look at the numbers, and the numbers scream, uh. They don't have that part quite figured out, and that you know, almost for that reason, it doesn't. It just doesn't check off all the boxes as far as the biggest, you know, one of the bigger jumps from from last season uh, to this season from a point total. I think there, there, there's maybe there's still a little of that, you know, optimism and 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 hype, but there was there was a gigantic. You know, uh, pumping this guy up, this Philly Huso last year. Okay, he did. But you can maybe make the argument that that had they had a, a an elite elite goalie, they would have pushed off, uh, pushed them into that. You know, wild card. Maybe I mean, you know, who knows? Because it, it it screams good win losses, but it screams average numbers. So maybe some really good games in there. Maybe some. Oof. But point blank, they weren't awful on paper. Last season, I think the big piece to that puzzle is a bona fide goaltender. And they're missing that last point in the biggest piece to that take. How do you make up for Tyler Bertuzzi? You pay Bertuzzi, and who knows? Maybe he didn't want to stay in Detroit, but you you pay Bertuzzi what he wants. If you're going to give JT Com for a, a, a sum like that, then I think you got to somehow try to keep Tyler Batuzzi happy on board because where's that grit going to come? Okay, Maurice Seider, he's, he's an underrated fit in his strengths, and it's talked about is that physical play. Um, it generates a lot of offensive opportunity and being able to just be so strong on that puck, his sheer strength, as we can all see, along with the finesse and, and shiftiness. But that's not a Tyler Batuzzi still. Like, where are you going to find that perfect combination? We were we were mentioning Ski last week, and Matt Bileski, um at his prime there played that style of game. How are you going to make up for that Tyler Pertuzzi pest playoff time if you get there,
1: drawing penalties, making stuff happen?
0: That's the biggest loss. And you're just from from what they've you know brought in, the soft season, it 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 still it hasn't amounted for to me. Uh, to making up for for the loss that is is Tyler Bertuzzi, Steph next one.
3: Uh hey Edom, uh, just uh just calling in because I just listened to episode three, and uh, heard Bo call in. Um, just want to say I love Kings fans calling in. Uh, Just love getting to live rent free in Kings fans' minds. Even during the off season, they're worrying about what moves we're making and our amazing rookies just tearing it up. So just wanted to say that. Thanks, Bo, for calling in. Thanks for the free rent and such high rent cost times in this area. We love it. And can't wait to hear from more Kings fans worrying about how great our or our uh, our young Ducks are going to be. And yeah, uh, that's all. That's all I got. Sorry, I didn't answer the question. Oh, well, here, let me give you a shot. Here, let me let me see. Let me think. Uh, let's say, let's go with Ottawa. I'm going to say Ottawa. I know they weren't too far out of the playoffs. Last year, and they they weren't they weren't too bad, but I think they're gonna be sick. They got a sick team, so I think the, they could jump up pretty high. That could be a bad take, but uh, I don't know. Coming off the cuff here, so yeah. Anyway, have a good one. Go Ducks, and uh, keep it coming, Kings fans. Keep it coming.
0: Yeah, great take, just for the the sheer um, and sole reason of of, of you know Bo. Last week, calling in and and him being a huge Kings fan and and yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We're so in their heads. We're so they're 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 spending time. Okay, worrying about it. Yeah, I'd be worried about us too. We've talked about it in in past episodes. Um, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, you know, check out all the the past episodes. They've, they've been great calls. A little bit of chirps thrown here and there, holding people accountable, so on and so forth. But already talked about the Kings. It's time to move on. Um.
1: Ottawa Senators. Yeah, Tim Stutzel.
0: He is within that uh, category as far as players that. Okay, yeah, you saw it earlier on, and in and. and Tim has, I think, done it at a quicker, I mean, he, he did it right away, right. Um, where he was, there was as, as far as being the first overall pick, so much expectation that, you know, I think that expectation was, was wanted to be met, you know, right away as far as production and, you know, unfair a, a lot of the times as, as many times the case when you are first overall pick, but phew, he is phenomenal. You know, I didn't see it. I I think after his start, a lot of people didn't think that it was going to explode like that. Kudos to him; that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Stutzel is just one of those twenty-two and under league-wide that phenomenal. I mean, over ninety points. I mean, that's just fantastic. So, you know, I I heard this take, and then I, I did my research, and I'm like, oh. Shoot. I mean, it's it's you know, the goaltending, a lot of goaltenders played last year. A lot of them. A lot of them. So big question mark there, whether or not there's some big performers in those those shorter, you know, kind of stints. So I'm not I'm not saying there's there's nothing by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, goaltending question mark. I love that Thomas Shabbat.
1: I love Thomas Shabbat. I do. He's awesome to watch. Lanky,
0: smooth. He's great. He's fun to watch. Um, you, you just, yeah, for me, maybe you you gotta trust uh, what uh, Dorian is is doing with that club for sure. I think there's always question marks, but I I think it's slowly coming together. Um, Brady Kachuk, you can't forget about him and and the just. You know, absolute leader through and through, as everyone can see um, that he is, and I, I, I think that's a, a an added, If there's one bright spot with anything I, I just uh, mentioned, it's 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 Brady Kachuk, his leadership, his ability to do it all. Past, uh, you know, how far that that got the Florida Panthers um, uh, with his brother there, and so I think it depends on on what Brady Kachuk's leadership. Um, how that's going to push them to maximize what they have, more or less than than on paper, you know, pieces coming together. But I think, like Detroit, it's 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 a team that I don't know if they, from where they at, can make that huge jump. I pick Capitals because you know it's they're going low. They already have a lot. That's one, and I, I think they have that opportunity to to uh you know. B lights out that's just my 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 personal opinion um i see both detroit and i and i see ottawa staying at, at at where they're at so uh both both great calls there thanks for calling in. continue to call in um those were were clean and you know besides a little uh king's chirp there i i, I get it but uh you know for the most part very very uh uh educated takes. So we appreciate you calling in and and continue to do so. Uh, Going on to my final thought. And I mentioned this earlier that the term seeker, and I don't know if that's frowned upon. This is once again, this is this is my final take my final thought. So it's a a subjective, um, you know, opinionated uh, uh, mindset on the on the whole discussion. Uh, and I, I reference Connor Bernard, You know how I'm, because I, I, I honestly might, I, I might take it to another level. And when those guys are getting in, when those Chicago Blackhawks, I, I might be right there at the hotel. That's how highlight really is. Leo Carlson for us, he's gonna be high. You, know, he's gonna be elite. He's gonna be high, end, and we all know that. And I'm, I'm so pumped for him. And being. There's some speculation there with that draft pick. No, we got our guy. I am stoked to see him do what he can do each and every night. Bedard, all these guys I mentioned—Carlson, Bedard—they got so much potential. They do, and it's fantastic. And so, going back to my comment and and the the term seeker, I, I there's a couple different, uh, you know, super fan. I feel super fan that doesn't fall in super fan is just a fan. I'm a big, uh, 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 Las Vegas Raider fan. And we know the guys with the the spike shoulder pads and so on and so forth. That's super fan. That is that, that pride and joy, uh, the scrapping for change just to buy the ticket in some cases and, and do or die mentality. I'm going to show up and I'm going to, die for this this organization in in all sports no matter no matter what you know of the of the major sports it is um as a fan so so super fan i i classify as a little bit different than than seeker um but i've i've experienced it as a player and uh i mean sometimes we we get in 2 a.m 3 a.m some places and there'll be, you know, some of these people who are are in line and just getting in the way and it's like whoa. Whoa. Like I
1: I get sent a ton of cards. I do.
0: I do. Kudos to Timu Solani and Ryan Miller. For those are the two teammates that I remember after practice, they grab their their envelope, their big bag of of, of whatever the uh the, the mail office sent them, and after practice, they would just sign away, sign, 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 and I'm like, "My God, these guys are
1: so great for a reason. they are
0: for me, I'm a little bit different. you know if if you send me cards in the mail. Toss in a little pay for my lunch. T- toss in a if I'm gonna sign these ten cards, which and I'll get to in a second, the the, the name, image, and likeness, if if you are gonna go out and, and, and sell these, um, I think that should be accounted for and, and, and paid to the players. And that's just kind of my personal, but at least buy me Chipotle. At least at least toss in a Chipotle gift card. I missed out a little bit on this this Amazon all the all the Labor Day sales. To toss me in a, a twenty dollar uh, Amazon card.
1: I'm different. I'm not making the show dough
0: anymore. I'm not. And I still get cards. Fantastic. But this is ton- I got a ton of stuff going on, and I appreciate you. But what is it? Is a nice genuine letter, or are you sending me ten cards? Hey, sign here. And knowing that that these are going to be put up on, on eBay. Give me a cut. I don't care if you do it, but sheesh. Give me a Chipotle. Give me a give me a Qdoba gift card. Pay for my lunch. 20, 20 or so bucks. Amazon. Toss in one of those. And I'd be happy to.
1: So my final thought is kudos to the players that put their pride aside and just, Do it.
0: I love fans that are there when these players go on that ice and they're reaching down in their hands trying to touch a jersey and they got their cards signing a stick or they bring a stick to, to sign. I love that passion. I do. That's a super fan to me. But there's there's kind of the over the top where, you know, you'll you'll and these players have families and they they get off on their their flight and they they just they went from flight to to bus, three four a.m. and then some some crazy. I mean the hockey just the Montreal that they'll they'll get in your way three a.m. crazy. So from that perspective, to you know, how genuine you are when you sign the, when you send these cards in the mail, how well thought off the letter is. And I'm just saying, hey, toss me a little something. If you're going to sell this off using my name, image, and likeness, sure. it's the least. I, I would love a lunch. So these players have families. I got a lot going on. Shout out to Timu, who is the one player that really comes to mind that said, this guy just made time for everyone. Like he just did. Like he just, hotels. Fans, super fans, seekers, so on and so forth. He did. Millsy, I saw it after, after each practice. I'm a little different. Throw me a, a $20 uh, Chipotle gift card, and uh, I'll see your cards. All right. Thanks for, for tuning in once again. It was fantastic. I had a blast. See you next week. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Street.